welcome back to Hold Up, Let Me Explain. It's your host, Nicole, back again, season two, second episode, 2-2. Let's do it. So I know why you clicked on this episode, because you're nosy, and I love it, and I thank you. Let's compare notes. You already read the title, Situationships to Relationships, How All My Breakups Went Down. Now, I'm only going to give you the juicy ones. I'm not going to get too much into it because, honey, I'd be I'd be explaining a lot. <laughs> this episode is going to be super long if I get into every situationship, every relationship I've been into. And I don't want you thinking I'm a hoe because I'm not. But we were all in our 20s at one point and we were all single at one point. And we were just out here living. Sounds like I'm justifying hoe behavior, but trust me, I'm not. I'm going to get into into it. But I want to say really fast before we get started, what inspired me to record this episode. Now, obviously, you don't care about my past relationships. No one really does. However, I do some research. I do research. I check other podcasts, see what what the kids are talking about nowadays. And there was an episode I came across about two girls talking about how their breakups went down and I didn't realize how interested I want like how interested I was to know why they broke up with guys or why guys broke up with them I wanted to know if like what I go through maybe they've been through and every relationship is different yet somehow a lot of times they all end the same question mark am I the only one am I the problem we'll find out so if you want to know how all my breakups went down Honey, grab a drink, buckle up, raise the volume, and let me explain. All right, my friends. So I feel like it's in proper form that I discuss with you my very first breakup, my very first heartbreak. And I always thought my heartbreak was the one I received, well, I'll talk about both of them, but I'll talk about the first one. And the, te- the technically the first one was the one in high school. And I know that sounds kind of boring, but let me explain. It's important. It's, it's, it's important. Did I say that right? Important. It's important. So let me get into it. So when I was in high school, uh, I was about a freshman. No, was I a freshman? Was I a freshman? I was a freshman. I was a freshman. And it's very strange how my high school layout was designed I okay so I had a classroom that was in between two classrooms back in high school it was a science class and in order for me to get into my classroom I had to pass through another classroom to go to it and in the center of this classroom was made up of windows so I could literally be in class look to my left and look to my right and see into other classes that were going on and sometimes they will pull down the blinds so the students wouldn't be so distracted but the teacher I had at the time was a fucking idiot and no one ever did anything so I remember sitting in my class looking out the window that looks into this class you know next door to us and I see this guy And guys, he was just so handsome. And you know, not to be weird, but I still think he's handsome to this day. Would not date him at all. But, you know, very good looking kid. And I remember just looking at him and thinking to myself like, wow, 
he's so cute so what do I do I write him a letter I write him a letter and I fold it up really cute it looks like a little pocket if you ever went to high school during the mid 2000s even probably before then I don't know what the kids are doing nowadays I feel like they're just texting or talking through snapchat or talking through dms but back in the day they didn't really exist MySpace existed, Facebook existed, but you only had access to that unless you had a Blackberry, a Sidekick, or a desktop. No one was really rocking iPhones just yet during my time. So in order to communicate with your crush, you had to write a handwritten note, fold it up cutely, and give it to your friend to give it to him in case of rejection. And that's exactly what I did. Gave him a note, pretty much was like, hey, I think you're cute. I would like for us to get to know each other. Write me back if you're interested. And girl, let me tell you, the butterflies was fluttering up until the very next day. And he responded to me and it was beautiful. We started like writing letters to each other. And then that's when the phone numbers got exchanged. And then we would talk on the phone. And then we would like plan to meet up in the hallway just so we could talk like in private because we were too shy to talk to each other like outside of class like fuck that too much pressure so the only way we would actually talk to each other is if we like planned a setting and time to do it so I remember like we had said to each other like okay let's go ask to use the restroom at exactly 11:32 or 11:27 to throw the teachers off because the teachers weren't dumb You know, if they saw you looking at the clock a a lot of times and you were to say, oh, I have to go use the restroom at exactly 1130 or exactly at 1115, they'll look at the clock, look at you and be like, "Mm, let's give it six minutes and then you can go take the pass and go to the restroom. So to throw them off, we would pick specific time so that we can meet up and we would like pop kiss and like talk for a little bit and then like run back to class, you know, whatever. And soon enough, we were boyfriend and girlfriend. And our first date was to the movies. Obviously, it was in a group setting because like we were too young to think to do things by ourselves just yet. But of course, never watched the movie because we just made out in the hallway the entire time. (laughs) And then, you know, that was it. That was our relationship. And unfortunately, when summer came, He broke up with me through a MySpace DM and it was gut-wrenching and his response, his reason was, I think you just deserve somebody better. What the fuck, bro? He thought I deserved better. He felt like I deserved somebody else that could give me the things that I want and he just couldn't do it. It wasn't me. It was him. And he just felt like he needed to focus on himself. Honey, let me tell you, that is the theme of every breakup that I probably, well, not every breakup, but I feel like that's such a cheap way out of it. And let me tell you something. It confused me. Shit, it still confuses me. I'm like, hold up. We were cute together. I liked you. I met your siblings. Like, come on. I thought we were going to be in love for the whole high school career of ours. But unfortunately, my friends, it didn't work out that way. And I remember when we got back to school sophomore year, I had like extreme anxiety because I didn't know how I would face him. And I was like, oh, you know what? In time, he's going to fight for me. He's going to want to be with me. Bitch, he got with the hottest girl in school who was like head of the volleyball team, had the biggest perkiest ass I've ever seen in my entire life and he got with her and then rumor had it he lost his virginity to her. And I was even more heartbroken after that. So that was low-key traumatizing I know feel bad for me take a drink for me pour one for me it's fine I'm over it (laughs) but yeah but that was my first heartbreak 
And soon enough, I ended up dating a really great guy afterwards. I will name drop Andrew Braun. Best boyfriend I ever had in high school. He bought me flowers for every anniversary. Even though we were officially together, he still went out of his way to ask me to prom, took me out to dinners, bought me juicy couture jewelry. I know he spoiled me. And he was a great boyfriend. Honestly, best boyfriend a girl could ever have in high school and I still stand by that he's the greatest person unfortunately it didn't work out with me and him because because we got into the relationship so young I just started to outgrow it and I didn't know how to break that off so I would like string him along like it was one of those things where like I would be like oh you know I just feel like I want to focus on myself can we just take a break but we were still acting like a couple but then anytime he would be like okay let's be together I'd be like oh no I'm not ready so I'm kind of a bitch for that but I was really young and you know we became friends for a long time but then he hated me but now we're friends again so it's all good be to be honest with you I think he's the only person in my life that's ever been my ex and has also remained a friend after that I don't believe in exes being friends I mean if I see you in passing all love kind of (laughs) but with him he's like the only one that I would actually go grab a drink with and catch up with but Andrew if you're listening to this I love you of course Uh, but that's how that breakup went down I just outgrew it and ended up breaking up with him for it. And there's that. After that, um, I feel like the following breakup, I would, I would honestly, it's not to say that I would call it my real first heartbreak, but the only reason why it stands out to me the most is because, sorry, Andrew, but the other guy that I dated after Andrew I feel like that was genuinely the first time I really fell in love. And the reason why I knew that I loved this person genuinely is because even after we broke up, I still wanted what was best for him. I still wanted him to be happy and I still prayed for him afterwards. And I feel like you don't have those feelings for someone unless you really, really love them. Because, or maybe that was just me being super young and vulnerable and just like trying to be positive. But I promise you, every breakup I ever had after him, I wished all of my exes to go to hell. (laughs) But with him in particular, like, I just wanted what was best for him. So with the guy that I dated after Andrew, we'll just call him Jay. With Jay, I he was older than me. I was 18. He was 21. I was a hostess at Olive Garden. He was a server. He I was a senior in high school. He was a senior at UCF graduating with his bachelor's degree. So coming from like dating guys in high school to like dating like an older person who can buy alcohol and is in college and wants to go to law school and was in a fraternity like he just seemed so grown to me. And he had um lost a brother so he had experienced like grief so like he was just so mature like with his emotions his age his experience you know living life guys I was 18 years old of course somebody like this would be like oh my god he's just like everything like I remember just like looking at him with big googly eyes you know 
and he spoiled me you know like I remember I was obsessed with Betsy Johnson so like as a high school graduation gift he bought me like a Betsy Johnson watch and we went away together um to the beach like we ended up going to Cocoa Beach but he like rented a hotel room and I witnessed him walking like at UCF like when he graduated with his bachelor's degree he was there for my high school graduation he met my sister like you know, everything we ever did together was like romantic. And it was just like a very different type of relationship I'd never experienced before. When he graduated UCF, he decided to move to Kentucky where his father lived to go to law school. And at that moment, I should have taken that as like not a red flag, but as a moment of like, okay, this guy's not staying in Orlando for you. So maybe this is where it ends. But in my mind, I was like, No, we're in love. And this is for his future. And if he asks me to move in with him, like, I'm just gonna totally say yes. I, of course, didn't pressure him at all. I kind of just went with the motions of things. I just figured we would do long distance. And I was okay with that. But then after he like officially moved to Kentucky, that's when like, the distance really started to like squeeze in between our relationship and he wasn't as like responsive and he wouldn't call me back as often and you know like we would always like miss each other and even through all of that and it only went on for about two weeks I never fought with him I never acted insecure because in my mind I genuinely thought that we were going to be together forever like I loved him with all my heart and then he fucking breaks up with me over the phone he doesn't even have the audacity to do it in person. And he admits it. He's like, Nicole, I love you. But I just feel like you deserve someone who like lives in Orlando and who's the same age as you and will have like, you know, different experiences. You're just you're so young. And it's just like, motherfucker, I've been young. I've been here. You knew who like you knew my age this whole time. Like, why are you using it as a factor now? Like, you wasn't uncomfortable with that when we were having sex. Like, what the fuck? But he was like, I just, I love you. But I just feel like you deserve someone who would be there for you. And, you know, right now where I am in life, it's just like, I just need to focus and blah, blah, blah. That's all that is. Blah, blah, blah. And guys, once again, your girl was gutted and heartbroken and just like, uh, and let me tell you, I went through the grievances, yo, like I went through denial, anger, like hysteria, like I thought it was hilarious. I was like, oh my God, like he's like going through something, but he's going to call me back like in a minute, any minute now. And he never did. <laughs> and of course, I went through my drunk textings and my fuck you, I hate you, I love you voicemails. And soon enough, it just, it just, it is what it is. And it just didn't work out. And that's, that's just the end of it. And even after all of that, I still prayed that he would find a job because when he moved to Kentucky, it was hard for him to find like a part time job. So I remember like that was something he would like kind of talk about and feel stressed about in the very beginning when we would speak here and there. So I remember like praying that he did get a job and that even if he couldn't be happy with me, that he'd be happy with someone else like wow, big feelings, big, big feelings, um, feelings that I don't experience anymore. Because let me fucking tell you, fuck all my exes from here on out. Um, but yeah, I remember that like really hurt my feelings. And I really went through it afterwards. 
after Jay, I found myself in a lot of situationships, you know, in this, in this like weird, you know, that weird area you fall with guys where it's like, you're talking and you're getting to know each other, but like, he's not ready for a relationship, but like, he likes you. So like, you just don't want to like, rock the boat or pull the tail of the tiger. So you're just kind of like, okay, like, let me just go with the motions of everything. Like, let me just be that cool girl, you know, let me not ask a lot of questions. Let me just be chill about it. You know, let me just like not add pressure, but like, also prove myself to him so that he knows that I'm worth it and blah blah you know just like that fucking exhausting behavior that I feel like every girl in their early 20s feels like they have to do at this point it's like a rite of passage when it comes to dating it's the only way to become a bad bitch is to go through that stupid pathetic era of your life for you to understand that these guys ain't shit and then after that you bounce back and then you're just like that bitch that's untouchable and every guy wants to date you and buy things for you girls I love that part, but the only way to become that, you have to become this. And this is what I'm talking about. That stupid ass bitch that tolerates for more than she deserves to tolerate. But then she bounces back, so then we're fine. But anyway, going back to that. So when I would go through my situationships, I remember there was this guy. And let me tell you something. This guy, he wasn't even cute. And they never are which is so annoying. It's either their dicks are tiny or they're not even cute. But what got me to like him was how funny he was. How funny he was. Like, let me tell you something like, I mean, also he was like super tall. So like that also gave him some brownie points. But he was just so funny. And I remember at the time I was really young. This was actually before and after Jay. Um, right after Andrew I kind of we like talked for a little bit but it became this thing where it was like I'm not ready for a relationship but like I like you and so we would text all the time but barely ever hang out but everything was always through text and then I've like dropped him and then started dating Jay and in my head I was like oh my god like I dated the shitty guy so now I end up with the great one but then obviously that didn't work out so I was single again so then I went back to the situation shit because it was what I was familiar with and we started talking again, but that didn't last long. And it's kind of exhausting going backwards and bringing that up. But long story short, situationships are just a waste of time. And it was so heartbreaking for me to have to walk away from that because walking away from that meant having to come to terms with the fact that he is just not that into you. Having to accept that a guy who gives you the runaround or kind of like gives you this idea that they're willing to settle down with you but then don't are just guys that just want to keep you there for the meantime until something better comes along and when you come to terms with that it's really heartbreaking because you start to think that you're the problem but you're not they are and it's not to say and listen and there's nothing wrong with someone not liking you the same way there's nothing wrong with you not liking another person what makes it wrong is when you string them along when you lead them on when you have them believe one thing when your intentions are another and that's kind of what happened and it's annoying and it happened to me I want to say one one time when I was 19 and the and another time when I was 21 only two times and let me tell you that was enough because after that yo if you don't like me if this is not going where I wanted to go then just leave me the fuck alone lose my number blocked blocked that's 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 bottom line you know
So situationships are not fun. And if you find yourself in one, bitch, run, run, please do us all the favor. Save yourself the time and headache. Just run. After that situationship, I found myself in a few serious relationships. I remember I dated this one guy who was just like so emotionally unstable. It was so exhausting. He considered him the black sheep of the family, you know, the misunderstood. But in reality, he was just like this hyper emotional, like unstable mentality type of person that would have like these fucking mental breakdowns almost once every five, six months. And you know, when you're in a relationship with someone, it's like you want to be their backbone, you want to be their support, you want them to feel like, you know, they can lean on you. But it turned into this emotional draining type of toxic relationship that it took me a year and a half to walk away from. And when I and and the only reason why I decided to really walk away from it is when I started to feel alone in the relationship, you know, because it was one of those things where it's like, I was afraid of being alone, yet I felt lonely in the relationship, you know, because I never felt heard. I never felt validated by my own feelings because I was too busy validating his. And when I finally got the courage to break up with him, it turned into this thing where like he went off on me and was like, you're selfish. You're a selfish person. It's always about you. And it was just one of those things where you just had to swallow it like a dry pill. And you're just like... Okay, buddy, fine. Yes, I guess I'm the villain. I guess I'm the bad guy. And you see, those are those moments where you have to accept that no matter what good you do in a relationship, you're always going to be the bad person. And sometimes you just have to accept that. And so I had to, and I had to walk away from that. And after that emotional draining relationships, I dated casually. I remember I dated this one guy where he was like this rocker dude. He had a fucking mohawk. He had tattoos. He played the guitar. It was a whole vibe. It was a phase. And towards the end, it's not that I thought he was a loser. It's just I thought he was a loser. (laughs) And what's so funny is that The reason why it took me forever to break up with him is because this you're going to get a kick out of this. I was attached to his roommate's dog. That's why I can't date guys with kids or date guys with pets, because I will find myself attached to their pet or child. I mean, I've never dated a guy with a child, but I can't imagine forming a relationship or a bond with someone and feeling like fuck like I don't want to break up with you because I because breaking up with you means breaking up with them and I'm not ready to break up with them guys I was attached to his roommate's dog that's why I couldn't break up with rocker dude guys yo what a mess but I ended up breaking up with him I just fucking I just found the lamest excuse I remember like one time I like spent the night at his house and some girl called him, but it happened to be like an ex and I knew that he wasn't really sleeping around, but I just used that as an excuse and was like, fuck you. Like I'm done with you. I don't want to be with you. And I'm not going to lie. I had another guy lined up. So I was like low key leaving him for another person. But I told him that it is just like, I don't want to date him anymore because I didn't trust him. And why is that bitch calling you in the middle of the night? And I just kind of use it as a lame excuse. And he tried to fight for me. But I was like, fuck you. Leave me alone. Don't call me. Lose my number. And that was the end of that. And then what's ironic is that the guy that I ended up leaving him for also turned out to be a fucking loser. That guy, we'll call him 
We'll call him John. We'll call him John. I've never dated a John. Wait, have I? No, I've never dated a John. But we'll call him a we'll call him John. John and I worked together at a restaurant. And I remember when I first met him, he was very quiet, very to himself, which I actually like a lot. I like guys who are private, which is ironic because my current boyfriend is not to say that he's not private. But when I first met him, he was very Hollywood. And I don't like guys who act that way, which is ironic because I ended up with him. (laughs) But let's backtrack. So John wasn't. He was not Hollywood. He was very cute, though. And a lot of girls agreed that he was cute. But he was very quiet, very to himself. But I like that. You know, I like that. It makes I like that mysterious vibe. It makes me want to get to know you. So we vibed right away, went on, on a few dates. But I remember at the time... I really wanted to set standards for myself. You know, I didn't want to date casually again. I wanted a relationship. I was honest about what I knew that I wanted and needed. And I was very upfront about that with him. And I was like, look, I'm not saying you need to be my boyfriend tomorrow, but I'm not the kind of girl that's looking for something casual. Like, I want to go on dates. If you want to get to know me, we can have dinner. We can grab a drink. Like, that's that's my vibe. And he's like, okay, let's go out for dinner. And so we did. And we went out to dinner a few times. And it went on for about a month. And we really got to know each other. And we talked on the phone. And we would meet up. And it was like all cute and stuff. And then finally, it became official the day we hooked up. And let me tell you something. The day we hooked up was the most awkward sex I've ever had in my entire life. I I kid you not. It was awkward. And I know that some girls will say like, oh, it's always awkward. Mm, Not for me. No, no, not for me. No. It might feel awkward after because it's like, oh, shit, we just did that. But normally when I have sex with people, I'm not saying it's like fireworks. I'm not saying it's like porn. I'm not saying any of that. But it's definitely like there's a connection. There has to be. You know, if we're getting to know each other, if there's a mutual attraction, having sex should be that, a connection, uh, a release, uh, a fun time, a nice time, a lovemaking time. That's how sex is for me. But with him, it was kind of robotic, like kind of awkward, kind of awkward eye contact. And uh, that's it. Okay. Which should have been a red flag. But I sort of like ignored it because I'm like, okay, my friends have spoke about having sex, you know, (laughs) for the first time it being kind of awkward. So it's like, okay, fine, let's move on. Um, And also like I was also holding on to the fact that we had been dating and getting to know each other for a whole month. So I didn't want that to feel like a waste. So I sort of like ignored it and just kind of moved on from that. But as the relationship progressed from that moment, it just wasn't the same. And I don't want to blame it on the sex. I honestly think it was because he, I don't want to say pretended, but I think he tried to be this version of himself that he just genuinely was not. 
you know and what sucks is like at this time of my life when I met him I was working a lot I had just gotten a new car so I was like really hustling to make money I was going to Valencia I was going to school full-time you know I, I had just renewed my passport so like I was trying to do some more traveling I had just came back from studying abroad to Italy and then I had went back again over to Paris um and Belgium so like I was on this you know uh, traveling high where like I just wanted to keep going and you know I was on my shit I was up on my shit I was I was motivated I was glowing I was excited and I guess he tried to match that energy so he too was like oh yeah like I'm a hustler like I want to travel too I want to get my passport I want to try all these new restaurants I want to show you that I'm like cultured and that I could keep up and I'm cool and whatever and like two months in that energy like just went down he I didn't realize he was a major pothead all he ever did was smoke weed he was in school too but I found out soon enough he was failing and the only reason why I was not okay with that was because a lot of times he would be like oh no you can't sleep over because I have to study or he'll be like oh um after work I have to go to school and I have to study I have to do homework I'm like really backed up with assignments like and yo that's fine like I would never come in between your goals or you wanting to better yourself in school or if you have things to get done like say less like I will see you next week like if that means that and there were so many times where he would say that to me that up until the very end of the semester, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm failing on one class and the other. And at first I was like, oh, my God, I didn't realize you were struggling. And he's like, oh, no, it's because I just missed a lot of assignments. Bitch, what? Are you joking? So all those times that you told me not to come over or not to spend the night or you couldn't hang or whatever, like or you couldn't work because that was another thing. He never worked. And because he never worked, he was always broke. And it's like, ill. And I say that and I say ill now because I'm grown. But back then, I never wanted to come off as like a gold digger. I was like that type of girlfriend where I was like, I don't want to ask too many questions. I don't want to rock the boat. You know, like I just want to be the obedient girlfriend that just accepts you for who you are and no pressure because I'm a cool girl I'm a casual girl like I'm the one right you're the one that I'm I'm the one I'm the chosen one for you you know I'm I want to be the perfect one for you oh Nicole what bitch so for that so with that mentality I would pay for things you know like girl like yo I remember one time he took us out to the movies like on some random shit and I thought it was like the most romantic gesture in the world because it was so spontaneous and he paid and my sister was like I mean that's fine that you and your man go to the movies but like is that the most he's ever done for you for you to feel this hype and it was embarrassing it was fucking embarrassing because it's like damn am I that deprived of going out on a date with my boyfriend or being well treated because even when we would cook in the house I was going half on the food and still throwing down in the kitchen with him so that shit was like one-on-one like I would call him he would barely talk on the phone like it's just a whole nonsense I mean there's more to the story um more that I could throw him under the bus for but I'm not gonna go there because we're past that but I finally broke up with him and that was it and I broke up with him because towards the end of the relationship because anytime I would break up with him I would be like yo like you clearly don't feel me anymore like you're not feeling this like I, I, I don't like feeling like 
you know, like I'm forcing a relationship out of you. Like if you're not in this, like, let me know now and we'll walk and I'll walk away from it. Like no hard feelings. But he'd always be like, no, I love you. Just give me some time. Let me let me just let me I'm just going through something right now. And I'm like, okay, like, fine. But then it would be the same shit over and over again. So when I finally broke up with him, there was a little bit of a fight. But I was like, no, I'm done. And that was the end of it. And then what's funny is that six months later, we ended up running into each other at a soccer game, um, at the Orlando City soccer game. And I didn't see him. He saw me. But because he saw me, it possessed him to text me and to, like, I guess, try to win me back by saying like I miss you and I think about you and I always go on your Instagram and I stalk you and I'm like okay I feel flattered but what the fuck bro like why do you think that's okay to tell me like do you think that's gonna make me want you back like no and he's like I just feel like the only way that I could really like he didn't say the word succeed, but he just pretty much said like he just felt like he was at a low point in his life. And the only way that he could get better is if I was back in his life because I was like the only good thing ever that happened to him. And it's like that might attract a very insecure girl, but that doesn't attract me because that just tells me that you're still a loser And you're still going to be a loser. Like, no, sir. Like, I need to be a bonus in your life the same way that you need to be a bonus in mine. Not a missing puzzle piece. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if you couldn't even get it together when we were together and we're not together and you still can't get it together, what makes you think you're going to get it together getting back together? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, sir. So that was something. And it was and it's funny because. I never really had a guy fight for me until that moment. And when it finally happened, I did feel like a sense of like validation, like, haha, he wants me back and I don't want him anymore. Like, it's a kind of it's kind of a cool feeling. But after that, I was like, "Mm, okay, we're done. Like, leave me alone. Lose my number. LOL. Goodbye. You know, and I'm not gonna lie. I don't think about him. But I wonder how he ended up, you know. But it stops there. That's as far as it goes. (laughs) But after John, um, I did date the psychopath. If you remember from my first season, second episode, the guy who slashed my tires. Enough said as to why I broke up with him. That's a long story. If you're interested on that, like I said, first season, second episode titled the guy I dated a guy who slashed my tires yeah that was a lot of fun learned a lot of lessons with that one um and after him I did date a guy that I was very much in love with um and that breakup was very gut-wrenching for me that's a long story but after him is how I also just ended up with my current boyfriend whom I've been with for over four years And let me tell you something, my current boyfriend, we've been together for over four years and he is very different from a lot of guys that I've dated and I'm not, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I was going to say it's a good thing and a bad thing. It's not that it's a bad thing. It's just, I went through my own challenges dating him and I did 
have a lot of consequences that came with dating him. Um, a lot of drama that mm, stirred up in the beginning, which is a long story, which I'll probably talk about in a different episode. But let me tell you something. I never, I didn't know what kind of guy I really, I guess, needed or wanted until I started dating my current boyfriend. And it's not to say that he's like this perfect person because he's not. But there's one thing about him that sets him differently from all the other guys I've dated is how much of an alpha male he is. And that's something I've never dated ever. And now dating him, I now realize how important it is for me to date an alpha male. And I consider myself an alpha female, always have been. And I'm not saying that I was alpha with my relationships because I wasn't, not with all of them. But I can tell you right now, none of the guys I dated were alpha. None of them. Zero, zero, zero. It was either like a very equal basis or they were just like a pussy. For, pardon my French. With my current boyfriend, it's just, there's like this swag, this alpha male about him that I'm just so attracted to and connected with, you know, like, I'll give you an example. And it's such a lame example, but I'll, I'll just give you one example. I remember we were in Miami, right? And there was a restaurant that we were recommended to. And it was like this popping place and I, I I honestly forgot exactly where it is I think it's somewhere in downtown Miami I don't know but I remember we go to the to the place it's like it's like a restaurant lounge right it gives me Tulum vibes now because I already been to Tulum but before then not knowing it's it just had that jungle like exotic party lifestyle feel to it right I didn't know that just yet, though. And I remember we go up to the bouncer and we're like, oh, is this, I forgot the name of the place. But I was like, oh, so and so is upstairs. And he's like, yeah, but there's a high roller uh, private party going on upstairs. So it's blocked off for the night. So I'm like, fuck. So we're like, OK. So I'm like disappointed. So I look at my boyfriend and I'm like, OK, I guess that's it. And my boyfriend looks at me and he's like, no, do you want to go upstairs? <laughs> and I'm like. Well, yeah, I want to go upstairs, but he already said it's a private party. It's a high roller party. We can't get in. He's like, no, that's not what I asked you. Do you want to go upstairs? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And he's like, wait over there. Talks to the bouncer, slips him a $50 bill. Let's us in. And listen, let me tell you something. I understand that the bouncer could have said what he said just to get money, but Everyone else that was going up to the bouncer, talking to him about going upstairs, none of, he wasn't letting any of them up. And not once did he ever say like, oh, well, for $50, I'll let you in. Or for 20 bucks, I'll let you in. He was just saying no. Because you know how bouncers are. They, go, they, they get on this power trip, you know, this power trip. But my man slept him a 50. And, he, and the guy was like, all right, I'm going to let you in. Just go all the way to the bar. Don't, he was like, don't make eye contact. Just go all the way to the bar. And we went upstairs 
And let me tell you, it was a fucking high roller party. Yo, there was this bitch in a fucking like Amazon outfit with her hair all fucking crazy. She was blowing fire out of her mouth. She was like in the middle of like this floating like tile that was like on a like on a bed of water. And she's just like doing this tribal dance, like very sexually and just like blowing fire and doing all these like beautiful like acrobatic like moves and then you have like these people with mad fucking money just having like these sushi boats and fancy it's just like just like it was just a very like high-end vibe and you know we didn't have a place to sit because it was a private fucking party but we were like at the bar ordering drinks with our phones out like taking videos and I'm just like like all I'm saying is any other guy I would date would have not done that they would have like looked at the bouncer looked at me and would have been like damn babe that sucks what else is open Let, let's go to the next spot or let's you know and let me tell you something ladies if you're with somebody who is alpha and who do something like that or if you're that kind of bitch that would do something like that let me tell you something let's hang out <laughs> power to you because stuff like that could be a little intimidating I remember I tried to pull some stunt like that back when I was like 20 I tried to give the bouncer 20 bucks showing him my ID when I wasn't even 21 just so he could let me in and he literally looked at my $20 bill looked back at me and said you think $20 is worth my job yeah nice try and gives me back a $20 bill and my ID granted I was 20 trying to go into a 21 and up event embarrassing myself lol <laughs> but you know just I don't know like it's just like little things like that or it's just like any anytime I want something anytime I want to experience anything he's like let's go we're doing it now you know like when I told my man I wanted to go to Tulum he didn't even know what Tulum was he had no fucking clue but he's like okay book it let's go N not even yo Tulum could have been the slums of a fucking third world country it could have been it could have been something ratchet and he just trusts me enough to just be like, yeah, let's do it. We're about it. I'm about it. So no, my relationship is not perfect. But those attributes about him that I've never experienced in any other relationship, I feel is the reason why him and I has, have also lasted this long. You know? So blessing in disguise with all these breakups. Let me tell you. But that's how the majority of a lot of my relationships went down. If you were counting the amount of people that I've slept with, how dare you? How dare you? But fuck it, I'm 29. Your girl's about to be 30 this year. So fuck it. But yeah, girls, guys, whoever's listening in, non-binary, we're all welcomed. You're all welcomed. Compare the notes. Have you been broken up with the whole, it's not you, it's me? Or the, oh, I'm just not ready for a relationship. Or, oh, you deserve somebody better than me. Let me know. Find me on Instagram. Find me on YouTube. Leave me a comment. Rate and review. Give me the motherfucking tea. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening in. Don't forget new episodes every Mondays and more. Oh no. And of course, <laughs> I'll see you next time.